back to the Figured It Out podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we're so thankful to have you guys join us for another episode. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty special one, too, yep. because we have two guest stars with us. And these are people that have been on in the past. Um, both Ashley and Justin are here today, which is really exciting. Yeah, we love them. So uh, welcome, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. You guys have been here several times. I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I could even list all the episodes that you guys have been on. No. But there's been a good amount of them. This may be my fifth episode. This is our fifth episode. Yes. <laughs> we. I looked before coming on. Um, I know we have this contention that's just this <laughs> constant wedge in our friendship, and we uh, we've both been on four times before today. Nice. Would you, can you guess which four you've been on? Do you know the names? I was on the roommate one, the hundredth episode, the girls takeover, and oh, I remember which one you were on. Oh, and I was on uh, Thought Drop. Yes, yes. The one yeah. and only. That was so <laughs> random. Oh my goodness, I remember that one. Yeah, Justin, oh. which ones were you on? Um. Tasha's engaged, when friends date, <laughs> guys guys take over, and then the live episode. Okay. Well, and you I, were on I, a live episode, Ashley? Yeah. yeah. I went back and made sure. I talked about showering my roommate's podcast. Oh, <laughs> that was on it. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And I thought you had me beat. In my head, for some reason, you were on the recycling episode. Oh. But you just found the items and put them in the bag that they then <laughs> picked out of. Yes. You weren't actually featured. No, and just so the I idea. thought you had a, I thought you had one episode on me. And I was going to come here today with my tail between my legs <laughs> in second place of the most frequented guest. So wait, did you go back and listen to the recycling one? I listened I like skipped through it to see if gotcha. Ashley ever came up. Okay. That's so funny. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was back before we did guests. But Ashley yeah. was like honorarily on that. Yeah. So would you say I'm beating Justin just a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Although I feel like Justin gets mentioned so many times yeah. now that it's like now you're equal. Justin, I'm sorry because I think I bring you up just as much as Natasha does on this podcast. So every Monday morning you probably like click on it and you're like, let's see the damage today. <laughs> Not even. Oh, funny. We do mention Ashley a lot too and just our roommates in general. You so. like sometimes name drop me and you sometimes don't. Sometimes it's like, oh, our roommate did this really nice thing. And then sometimes it's like, Ashley did this really weird thing. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I guess we didn't mention this when we talked about you last time, but Ashley was the roommate (laughs) that is full of green flags. (laughs) Yeah, so she's available, and that's really exciting. Yeah. You know what actually is also super exciting, too? What? Is... And you already know. I do, actually. <laughs> but is there is a Taco Bell that opened up, like, I would say within walking distance from our house. Mm-hmm. And it's been really sad because lately, lately as in the past, like, three years, there hasn't been a nearby Taco Bell. Like, the one in our area closed while we were back in college. Like, so this is new. And I really love Taco Bell. Actually, I think, like, all of us around this table have a good, good feeling about Taco Bell these days. Now I do. I used to not be so good feeling about Taco Bell. <laughs> but... Actually, starting last night, I really want to talk about. So today was the perfect day for it to open. Well, that's, that's actually amazing. Another yeah. green flag, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's super exciting. Also, like Taco Bell was what the three of us did when Natasha was out in Colorado. It yeah. was like how that's we right. like stayed friends with Justin when we didn't have our connecting piece. We, you mm-hmm. guys came over and watched the finale of Survivor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then yep. it, and it was at the apartment before the move, and we yeah. had Taco Bell. It and good. it was super fun. Mm-hmm. That was a great summer memory. Yeah. It was like the last supper Taco Bell. Do you remember we like sat at a table facing the TV all on one side? <laughs> it was just like a feast of Taco Bell. Yeah. We ate a lot of food. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. And that was my first positive Taco Bell experience. Which yeah. is huge. So it's, it's changed, who you're with. Yeah, really? it changed 
changed the yeah. game for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And so yeah, just the nearby Taco Bell that's open till one a.m. Yeah, that's huge. I think the one a.m. thing is gonna be big too. Not that we're big like one a.m. people anymore, but, but if you have a craving at one a.m., it's like it's gonna be for Taco Bell probably, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's so close. And yeah, I, I would say the last couple of times I've had it, I've been like, this is good. Normally, I'm not a Taco Bell person. We're converting her <laughs> exactly. slowly and steadily. You guys mm-hmm. are winning. Yes. So. Lots of exciting things happening around here, um, <laughs> in addition to this podcast, which is really exciting too. So, like Justin was saying, Ashley and Justin are two of our not of our two of the most frequent guests on our podcast, and um, we thought it would be fun to all gather to talk about today's topic because I feel like you three, um, Natasha, Justin, and Ashley, all have differing experiences with today's topic of having like a lot of different family events units things to go to during the holiday season mm-hmm. um and each of you guys have a unique explanation as to why actually you guys is, isn't too unique you guys this is because of each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um but and ashley you have a unique uh perspective as well that i think it'd just be interesting to all talk about kind of round table it and also just it's fun to hang out with you three so i think i'm excited for this podcast yeah it's gonna be really good mm-hmm. and i think like we were originally gonna do one that's just like how to handle multiple families when you're engaged over the holidays or, or married in a relationship. And then one that was like, how do you handle it if you have like split families? And I think we realized like the same struggles are present mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. both situations. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we thought it'd be good for both of you guys to come on. And it's like, this is something that's more relatable, even if you're not in a relationship mm-hmm. or, you know, if you have um, whole families. So. Yeah. Also, it's perfect because then me and Justin get our fifth podcast in. It did work time. out really well, actually. Yeah. So. I was gonna say we have to be co-guests every time from now on. Otherwise, yeah. there's gonna <laughs> be gonna get some ahead. disgruntled guests. <laughs> oh, true, true. And I think like one thing, and you guys, as the people who are giving your advice and thoughts on this topic, maybe interject if you disagree. But I think this is something that's like we don't really have like the toolkit and the answer key for. But maybe it might just be helpful to hear other people saying like, "Yeah, this is really hard," and yeah. here's how we navigate it. But like, it's a complicated thing. Um, obviously this podcast is releasing between Thanksgiving and Christmas and those are two major holidays you try to spend time with family and I just remember like both of you roommates coming back and like in a unique way having your own difficulties from Thanksgiving of just like there's so many different groups of people to see and just all of that and so in thinking like all right this is going to be a good podcast in a way because it is a struggle that people are facing so um that's kind of like the the background behind today's episode as we look forward to christmas season coming up just a few weeks now Mm -hmm. and i think like we wrote some questions to hopefully answer and give some advice on but honestly like talking with people post thanksgiving um i was just like i think this is a struggle that's really more like we want to be able to relate to each other because there's not a good solution Mm -hmm. and so hopefully you hear this and if you're looking for answers it's like this is a really hard thing to navigate anyway so we'll give you as much advice as we can but if you can't figure out your situation perfectly that's just because it's a really hard thing to navigate Mm -hmm. um so just like to get started maybe like what base are you coming from or talking about like what did thanksgiving look like for you guys and how does christmas look and kind of like what what is your situation on talking about this podcast or talking about this subject today yeah so i i guess the reason i have multiple christmases and my parents are divorced so i've for the last 22 years 21 years i've had multiple christmases to go to um and i feel like that can be the case even if like your parents are together, but you have your mom's side of the family, your dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Like there's always lots of families to split Christmas between. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my Thanksgiving, also my family lives four hours away. Which is another like added difficulty. For sure. And it also prevents to like split any time with friends or mm-hmm. people in my life here. It's like 
a lot harder to navigate too because I have to drive. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, Thanksgiving, I did like the first day and a half I was up north with my mom and then did the second day and a half with my dad's side of the family and then it came back here. So I feel like it was pretty even. Um, And then for Christmas, I'm actually, my mom and my brother are coming down here and then I'll go up north after Christmas to see my dad and my dad's side of the family, which is like a new thing. So we'll Mm -hmm. see how that goes. But just kind of like trying to split time evenly, but also just figuring out where other people's plans are. Right. Well, and um, also like there's family, there's mom's side, dad's side. But one big reason you wanted to do Christmas down here is a you have family down here, too. But like there's other people besides your family that you want to spend time in the holidays with. Yeah, so I invited my family down here this year because I wanted to go to like our Christmas Eve service at my church, and that was really important to me. And I do have family in this area too, so I invited my mom and said, "Hey, like Perk, we get to see your family, and also I get to be here for Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, yeah. so that will be really good." Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I guess our situation we sort of brought it brought it upon ourselves. <laughs> um, we uh, last last year we we were dating when. Thanksgiving and Christmas happened. I think Thanksgiving, though, we just kept to our own families, and um, we didn't have to split anything. We didn't really share that holiday. Um, the weekend of Thanksgiving, though, I was with you and your your family yeah. pretty much the whole time, and, and that was super fun, and it was a great way to get to know everybody. And then Christmas, it worked out last year that we got to just do each family's Christmas on the days that they had plans made. Um, and so that one wasn't it wasn't so difficult to navigate, but it was very busy seeing lots of people that mm-hmm. um, we wanted to dearly and like making the most of that time. Um, it, it felt short, but it wasn't like we had to travel four hours away. We didn't have to juggle plans on the same day. We just had two sets of families um, that we both got to share. Yeah, this year, Thanksgiving at least was a little bit more tricky because we were like, we're going to do it together. Um, but then our families both planned their Thanksgiving meal at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that was difficult because we had to choose one mm-hmm. and there wasn't a way to like make both work and come for half or something like that. Um, so we ended up just going to mine um, because we were going to see all of your family over Christmas. And this was like my family's big get together. So that was kind of how we justified it. Mm-hmm. But it was still really hard. And we saw your immediate family that night, and it was just, like, really good. But I think our Thanksgiving ended up being, I think, a lot of back and forth, trying yeah. to be in two places at once but not being able to. Um, yeah, very then, very yeah. different from last year. Very different, yeah. Yeah, and and really all that changed was <laughs> that we just got to know each other better and our lives got closer together. Well, we um, got engaged. We, I mean, <laughs> that, really all that changed. Yeah, but... but like, just closer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this year was different. Like we we wanted to make an effort to be a part of each other's family, yeah. and so um, on Thanksgiving this year, it just was it was complicated. Um, we we basically did every other day with each other's family. It yeah. was yours, then mine, then yours, then mine, and then back with yours again, mm-hmm. um, which I think we'll talk about later. But um, made for a very a very busy weekend for us, um, and it was super fun and just full of people that we love, but very different than last year. Yeah, and I think for Christmas, we're trying to have it hopefully be a bit more balanced, mm-hmm. but it has similar themes where it's like, we'll be with my family on Christmas Eve and then your family on Christmas Day um, mm-hmm. for the most part, give or take. But I don't know. I think it's hard, too, because like 
that's just two families. But like next year, we'll have our own family and like be navigating like differently mm-hmm. in a way. And mm-hmm. so even that becomes more challenging. Yeah, of course. Or you like combine your guys' situations and you have ex- multiple families because maybe there's yeah. split families in there. And then you have your significant other's families. And yeah, yeah I mean, even just there's just so many Christmases someone does just as a single person on their own. And then you add in all of that. It gets to be a lot. And yeah. A lot of them share the same like struggles, like obligation and expectation. Of course, like you want to be there, but also people want you to be there too. Mm-hmm. And so you probably have that weight on you in either situation, whether it's families or your in-laws or anything like that. I think there's very much the obligation. And it's just not because people I think are like trying to guilt you, but they just want you there. Mm-hmm. And it's a big shift um, when you are suddenly like taking someone away. Like I felt really bad that you couldn't go to your families. And I think that was then like a struggle that we both tried to compensate for. Of Like, okay, how can we be as present as possible? Which I don't know. I think that was just my biggest struggle over Thanksgiving was how do you truly be present with people instead of just like popping in and saying hello or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not feeling like you're just rushing through stuff. So I don't know if you guys have any advice on that. Yeah, I think it's hard to when you know, like, when I leave, I'm leaving these people, especially if, yeah. like I in my case, like I have a smaller family, too. So if I'm not with my mom on Christmas Eve, then she might not be doing anything on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so to really like be intentional about when you're spending that time with different people. But I think also just uh, the biggest thing I found in being present for people is honestly having a clear schedule and communicating that schedule to other people, mm-hmm. because if people don't know when you're going to be there, they don't know when to give their time to being intentional about being with you. Mm. And they also don't know when you're going to leave. Like I kind of have in the past had a tendency to let my schedule be wobbly and say, Oh, I'll be here until, you know, five or seven or nine. (laughs) And that one just confuses the people you're with. Like, Oh, Ashley's just around. And I just have all this time with her. She's still here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, clock is ticking. (laughs) Um, But it also then people are waiting for you elsewhere and don't know when to expect you. So I think having like clear times and clear schedules helps people to be know when you're going to be there, know when to be present with you, and also then they can make other plans mm-hmm. because they aren't going to be just sitting around twiddling their thumbs when you're gone. Mm-hmm. It helps them have other things to do. Yeah, definitely. I found it helpful too, like being the person that was in the middle to be the person who speaks up and kind of formulates a plan. I I, I don't like imposing my like plan on someone and like my family, I wanted them to do whatever it was they were going to. And I was going to do my best to make it work for us. But like, they didn't have a very strict like, order to that weekend. They just wanted to get the Christmas tree, decorate the house. It didn't really matter when, as long as their family was all together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, we talked with your mom briefly about what she was planning on doing that weekend. And then with that information, I threw out like, okay, Saturday, we're going to do Saturday with my family, and my family was totally cool with that. They would have mm-hmm. been totally cool with Sunday, yeah. but Sunday was when we were intending on getting together with yours. And so I think you have to take some ownership if you're in the middle. And at the end of the day, like hopefully your family just wants to see you, and they don't mm-hmm. really care that you're imposing some plan. They might have they yeah. might appreciate it if they're just right. feeling like they're drifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if they have like they have the whole weekend and like we just kind of want to make structure. It's like they'll they're able to be more formulated to the people who have to be in two places that yeah, weekend. That's true. Yeah. I think it's super, super helpful to be the person making the plan. And this year I've even taken it upon myself to like host mm-hmm. because it's in a way a lot easier to make the plan when you're in charge of the plan than try to figure out one person's plan, figure out second person's plan, try to 
overlap those two plans. Sometimes it's easier to just make the whole plan. Mm -hmm. um, but I think also it's good to know what's important to people. Like if it's really important to your family that everyone's there for getting the Christmas tree, then make sure you're there for that. But maybe it's not as important that you're there for lunch on Christmas Eve. And so to know what is like the traditions of your family or the things that people are really going to miss you at versus maybe this is a time that's better for me to be MIA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think too, just having conversations ahead of time, especially if it is like you're entering into this because you're in a new relationship. And so there is a lot of change. I know that was something that I like talking with my grandma before Thanksgiving of trying to, originally we were going to try to do both um, and go to yours for a little bit and then to mine. And I think she was just like very sad and not in like a, Oh, like you have to be here like angry way, but just in a, we were really excited to have you guys both here for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We didn't get to do that last year. Um, all like her sisters were there and wanted to meet Justin. So I think like just having conversations ahead of time so you know what people are expecting and what's important to them because there's things that I was like, okay, we can make a priority in this way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but we wouldn't have probably known that that was as big of a deal if we hadn't talked ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, like I, I have to thank my family for just being so understanding. Yeah. It, it really was, it, it took a lot of the weight off of it when each of my parents told me like, hey, we understand, like this is a new relationship you guys are like you're making a life together <clears throat> and so we we just have to get used to this like mm -hmm. this is how it's gonna go we're gonna be sharing time and that's okay and they're excited for us and they were totally understanding of the situation because they also trust us that we want to see them too mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. it absolutely goes both ways Mm -hmm. Also, you think about it, most people have kind of been in that situation. Either yeah. they've you know, been in that season of enga engagement or they've had reasons that they're juggling different Christmases. Mm -hmm. It's not a really a unique problem. So yeah. probably the people you're juggling Christmases between have been doing the same thing in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think there's a lot of empathy and that's an important thing to remember is like everyone is dealing with this in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And so I think it maybe it's just hard as a child, like kind of leaving your family and feeling like, oh, I'm letting my parents down or my extended family down because we've always like had this routine mm -hmm. to our holidays and now I'm breaking it or taking someone else away from that. And that's like a hard thing to begin doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think coming to like from my situation, like I said, I've been doing this for 20 plus years mm -hmm. of having split Christmases. And I think even just personally to not have expectations of like, oh, it's going to look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like there's those traditions that you can still really appreciate and be part of. But if you have in your head even just this picture of like, oh, it's going to be the perfect Christmas where this is our routine and this is what we always do. You're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to be prepared to just be flexible and to enjoy the moments you're in and the people you're with when you're there and not feel like it needs to be a certain way. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess kind of maybe going off of what you're saying a little bit, Ashley, like how are ways you guys can personally enjoy having to do it twice? You know, when you, when you are more rushed, you're like eating two Thanksgiving meals or you're picking out a Christmas tree one day and then you're turning around and picking out a Christmas tree again the next day and putting the same ornaments on, you know, and you're doing it mm -hmm. two times in a row. Like how can you enjoy that? Um, so maybe being frustrated about that or being really burnt out. I think you just have to choose to like really be invested in both activities. Mm -hmm. We did the Christmas trees back to back and it was a lot of fun. And I personally like, there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't doing this again. Mm -hmm. Like, it was super fun. I think our family has different traditions when it comes to how we get our tree. And that was a lot of fun to be a part of. And it was still very new also doing it with your family. But um, 
Or you're like, this is not how my family does it. <laughs> Way better. No, it was so str- <laughs> slick and no arguments. It was, it was a five-minute yeah. trip to Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were all standing there together as we, like, grabbed the first tree we saw. And everybody Your was like... Your dad was holding the trees the when one. we got there. Like, they had yeah. already chosen it. I was like, oh, hi. Well, like, yeah. we're not even late, but here you are with and the tree. It was nominated and in his hands, and we all gave our approval. And then <laughs> we went home. <laughs> Yeah, it was really efficient. So what did it look like with your family, Natasha? (laughs) (laughs) We drove an hour away. (laughs) We walked through the field, and the wind was... Just like straight line (laughs) wind. It was horrible. It was so cold. Freezing cold. There were a lot of arguments, a lot of opinions about which tree... I think the first tree we saw was the best tree, but I was outvoted. We chopped it down. Judah and I walked it back up. (laughs) No, but it was a lot of fun. And I think, too, like... Because they were different, like that made it easier. But I, th- there was a moment where I was like, okay, here we are putting the lights on the tree again. And yeah. You, maybe Justin's you could do twice. You wouldn't even want to do yours twice. <laughs> That's probably true. Oh, it, yeah. it was so fun. I'd never done it that way before. Last year was the first year that I came with and we chopped down a tree by hand and had the fun little arguments. And then we went and got the hot chocolate and cider at the, like the at the front of the farm. It was a blast. And and I love my family tradition too. Like. For some reason, I I just feel like Lowe's has to be involved, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's fun that traditions have that much nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know I I don't really I, I feel like too much of a good thing is actually pretty hard to reach. Like Thanksgiving meal, like <laughs> I could I could eat any one of those food items all like in its entirety and not get sick of it. And then you put fifteen of my favorite food items out in front of me, <laughs> and I'm not suddenly distasteful that I have to do <laughs> all the good things. Like I get a little bit of a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how I looked at that last uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to have the same fondness of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's a lot of it. And there's some more coordinating. coordinating, And it, there might be a little bit of hurry if you don't slow down in between. Um, but it was it was just a lot of good. and mm-hmm. And I really don't think that in my experience, I've had just this like overload. Um, when it comes to decorating the Christmas trees and hanging out with family, like I, I it's hard to get too much of that. But um, like upon when you add on other busyness and uh, other items, then then I would say, yeah, maybe maybe you do need to start thinking of more positive ways to like find that enjoyment mm-hmm. in just such a full period. Yeah. Yeah, my first note under this one was double the food. <laughs> so there's some obvious perks. Yeah. Um, but I think also super cheesily, like to be grateful that you have those two groups mm-hmm. to spend, like, mm-hmm. and that those people want to spend that time with you. Because right. in my case, it's like I have my mom and my dad, and they're both present and they both want me to be there. Mm-hmm. And you guys have both of your families that are both super excited for you and want you to be there. And I definitely am not a super cheesy person or a very reflective person. So it's not like I sit down and think about this a lot. But as I made my notes, I was like, I'm actually super grateful Mm -hmm. that I have these two groups of people that really want me there. Yeah. And also really want me to be there whenever I can be there. Like, how blessed are we that we find ourselves in this problem? And it's it's rude to call it a problem. Like, there's there's we're yeah very lucky to be in this spot. Um, and, And I I just think like. That it's worth navigating if it takes an extra breath or two, like mm-hmm. to figure that out. After Thanksgiving, I was talking with my coworkers about like everyone, you know, how was your Thanksgiving type of thing? And everybody like mm-hmm. launches into it, and I was like, oh, because ours was just very 
busy and I think I came off of it just being kind of tired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that wasn't what I expected it to be. I felt like it was just a whirlwind of activity. And then listening to everybody, they all had like the same experience. Like, well, I hosted or we traveled and it was this or that. And I was like, actually, this is just how it goes. And it was just like, yeah, I have to choose to look at this as a blessing, not as an inconvenience, because this is an amazing thing to have two incredible families. Mm-hmm. Also, I think when you're feeling that, like, oh, a holiday should be restful mm-hmm. and that didn't feel restful. What I've done a lot, too, is find other times that aren't the holiday that you kind of get that you know, Christmas break rest. And as a teacher, mm-hmm. I guess I have that luxury to say, <laughs> oh, the week after Christmas, I will rest. But there is always time around Christmas, even if it isn't necessarily a restful activity. Like, it's more restful for me to be here and celebrating Christmas with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I can really sink into just letting that be my restful experience of Christmas and then be okay with the busyness of family Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say, though, that, like, we do not have all of the different perspectives here like we're we're in a very fortunate spot where all of our families want us there and we go to either family and we find so much enjoyment and a lot of people they might have a family that they're less excited to go see but they're just as obligated to participate in Mm -hmm. and they are going to be prioritizing time with them even though there might be really hard things and conversations Mm -hmm. that come up there um that i'm i i don't have the experience to really speak to it but i do want to recognize that Sometimes having multiple families around the holidays is not just double the fun. Um, yeah. You know, like it's it, yeah. it could be it could be two very poor situations. It mm-hmm. could be one poor, one fun, but you still have to split 50-50. Yeah. And now you might be discontent going somewhere that's less joy-filled when mm-hmm. you could be with family that you might have more fun with. Like, I understand that there's so many different ways to cut it mm-hmm. and, and we can't speak to all of it. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I think... Like, like I said, I'm so grateful that I have two parents that want to spend the holidays with me. And that being said, over the years, it's definitely been a shift of like, my cousins where I was around at my dad's decided the family Christmas. And so there was definitely a season in my life where I was like, well, it's more fun to be here because this is, mm-hmm. you know, where all the good food is and all the <laughs> friends are and like the festivities are happening. And then Christmas with my mom was more laid back for or some years. It would be more like, I just want to be with my mom and I don't really like want to have to leave her for Christmas and celebrating. Yeah. And so to really find that balance of like, I can appreciate both spaces that I'm in, mm-hmm. but there's definitely people with way more extreme situations where it's really, really hard to find that joy in certain spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something where it's like, again, like we understand that part, like we maybe not aren't experiencing it, but like that is a very, like you said, just a real situation mm-hmm. and one that we don't want to minimize in this because yeah yeah that's hard right it's not yeah like you're saying it might not just be double the fun it might not be one is fun one's not it might just be double the hardship and like hard conversations where you are dreading this Mm -hmm. time actually more and then i think in that situation like of course yeah you still like you do show up you you do fulfill obligations and you do really like show your family that you care and love them and then that's another great place to find community that that you are like wanting to be in whether that yeah. is your church family or that is like a friend's family that has invited you into it or those spaces that um are also a really really safe place for you to celebrate and rest and you know be with people that love you um and maybe maybe that's also a place you can invite people in and create that space whether you create that for your family or moving on from that yeah 
I do think um, Biso or Becoming Something has a really good podcast on this of just like going home for the holidays and kind of managing adult relationships or relationships mm-hmm. with parents. And um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it might just be something like family over the holidays. But I remember it being very helpful of just like how do you navigate hard conversations and hard relationships as an adult, like going home and, mm-hmm. and still like you're choosing to be there. So like there's a certain level of maybe like you you want them to make an effort as well. Yeah. But they don't necessarily do that because yeah. they might not understand that there has been hurt or frustration that's built up over years or you're comparing mm-hmm. now to your friends' families that have different like holiday plans that are a lot more enjoyable or different people there. Um, so I just remember that being very helpful of just like, hey, this is something where you can go in with like, I'm going to choose to be here humbly and not like mm-hmm. have this be then an obligation for my family to know how I feel, but also being able to have those conversations with mm-hmm. them. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really helpful yeah. if you're looking for a resource. Yeah, yeah, that's a great reminder. I think there's also, I've often had a perspective of like <laughs> spending time with my family for holidays is a blessing to them. Yeah. Like I said, it's not usually like necessarily super restful time <laughs> or, you know, there is other more exciting things going on, but it's really a time for me, especially as an adult, to be there for my family mm-hmm. and to have conversation with my family and remind them that I am there and I care about them mm-hmm. and to not, it's not about me, you know, being filled up or about me getting rest or, I mean, they do feed me, so that's great, <laughs> but <laughs> all those things. Yeah. I think I very much relate to that at times just because like when I go home, like I love being with my family, but it's a lot of like giving and like I think it's it's so much fun to see my siblings and it's a time to intentionally like just only focus on them and that's a time I don't have Mm -hmm. really in life and I try to have that perspective when I go home of like okay this is not for like me to just have rest right now like Mm -hmm. this is a time for me to like really really be invested in these kids because they have been so like and the holidays are more fun for them anyways you know like Mm -hmm. all the anticipation so to have me home on top of that is something that's really cool to them Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure I do that as well as I can yeah Definitely. Um, I think we've kind of already <laughs> jumped into this this next question that we have of just like, what advice would you give to people in your situation? And maybe we have kind of already um, turned this one over as well as we can. But any other like advice or things that you would give or give to people who are juggling all of this? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I won't say much that's too different than what we've already spoken to. Mm-hmm. But like, just when you feel overwhelmed by and I'm going to speak from our perspectives. Like yeah. when you feel overwhelmed by so much joy, pause and take a second to like almost escape from that. Maybe get a bird's eye view of your situation and look at somebody who's like struggling because they're surrounded by people they care about. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think, I think you'll stop and appreciate your situation more. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Okay. I just need to make an effort here. And yeah. like, they're not asking the world of mm-hmm. me. They just want me there like Mm -hmm. they they want they want to see me on this particular day of the year (laughs) probably just as much as they do any other it's just now it's (laughs) more the norm Mm -hmm. um and so it's just it's just i think good to pause take a breath and put aside like all of the expectations that maybe you have of yourself all of the oh this has to be right because i want them to know how much i care and if they don't respond with the same thing then does that not mean they're prioritizing me like just Mm -hmm. drop the questions and um, just look at the situation more simply that, mm-hmm. that uh, again, this is my situation, but I, I feel like I just have to stop and remember how lucky I am to be yeah, there. For sure. 
Um, I was having a conversation with someone at my church who about Thanksgiving and just like, oh, what are your plans? And they were saying, oh, we're going to family like I don't remember what state, but far away. Like they're taking a plane, kind of like mm-hmm. traveling. And like, but it's actually just so nice because we know mm. like we are only spending time with one family, and like we're gonna be able to be there the whole whole Thanksgiving break. It'll be present there, and just kind of thinking about that of like there's no choice in that one and like we go every other like it's it's always decided and like there's that system and like that's not a personal attack on one family that they're going to Mm -hmm. nevada for the other you know thanksgiving it's just like i'll be fully present with you this time and then next time i'll be i won't be and like i and they were just like it's a very freeing system to be honest and i think that's very applicable when your family is closer to even Mm -hmm. to just you know be intentional about when you're with one family to be present with that family and also know that it's okay to be present with that family and Mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to be trying to pull yourself two ways yeah like in the same moment right even if that means like just putting your phone away like i like hey family i'll be to your place at six and until then i'm not gonna be that available Mm -hmm. and no one's gonna be offended by that there might be an adjustment period especially if it's something that's new but in the end of the day they just want to have time with you Yes. And if you're being intentional about making time for all the people, it doesn't have to be the whole time. Yeah. I mean, my dad's side of the family, we're all, like, within an hour of one another. But, like, we go every other in terms of, like, the big Erickson family gathering. It's, like, on the even-numbered years, like, 2022 and 2024, it's on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then on odd-numbered years, it's on Christmas Day. And it's not, like, with the expectation that the in-laws, every other in-law uses an opposite system. It's the expectation that, like, okay, so you'll come to at least one every two years kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like on Christmas Eve, like you might be with the in-laws, but then that means like on Christmas Day, you're probably able to come here. And so like, not that everyone's going to make it every time. Some people are able to make both. Some people still just don't make either. But like, I think just having the changing up kind of allows like, okay, if you have a standing obligation every Christmas Day, then you can hopefully make it to Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. I think something that I've seen that's been successful is to just simply plan your family get together on a day that is not Christmas or Christmas Eve or not Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. you know, and your family, Justin, does this pretty well where Mm -hmm. like they get together the weekend before Christmas, usually your mom's side and everyone's there. And that's really great. And like if you miss that, like that's kind of on you, like because that's make it they make it so much easier to be able to be there. Um, and Emma, like your family does this where they just have like these huge get togethers that aren't on a holiday True, yeah. and you make it a holiday for your family <laughs> and it's really fun. Yeah. And it's just like a time I think to prioritize family without mm-hmm. putting obligations on someone to say no to somebody else. Right. Honestly, those are much more attended than Christmas ever yeah. is yeah. because like no one on like October 23rd, like <laughs> has any plans. Yeah, exactly. And, and like it's known well in advance. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. thing to think about. But I know that does require adjustments and releasing of things. I think we've already started talking about that with my family. Of like, okay, it's going to be impossible for (laughs) nine other families to coordinate (laughs) with ours. So we'll just pick a different day. And, like, Mm -hmm. we'll be able to prioritize each other that way Mm -hmm. because it'll just be easier than trying to put that, I guess, expectation on people that Mm -hmm. it would just be really hard to coordinate with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any other pieces of advice or things left unsaid on this topic before we move on? I think the last thing would be like to ask your family how you can figure this out. Like work mm-hmm. with them. It's not yeah. like you're the grandmaster here and you need to come up with this incredible strategy to do mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, th- the best that you can with mm-hmm. as much family from both sides. Like it's the, it's not just you who want to figure this out. Like yeah. communicate with your family. Say, "Hey, here's what I want to here's what I want to do and here are the days that I think I'm planning on it." 
how can this work with your hopes for this mm-hmm. Christmas and um, your hopes for this Thanksgiving? And talk to the people. Like mm-hmm. You're not going to find that plans link perfectly all the time. You might just find that some days work better than others and things will move around. So I think just talk with those people that you want to see. Um, mm-hmm. Don't just try to wedge things in. Yeah, and I think you mentioned this earlier, but don't be afraid to be the person who makes the plan. Yeah, is when in all of that communicating, it's a lot easier on everybody if since you're the one in the middle to yeah. make the plan and say this is when I'll be there, and to allow room obviously communicate. Say if you want to change it, let me know. <laughs> but to be the one, kind of setting the schedule. My brother for the last probably. 15 years has called me his holiday planner um, <laughs> because I just tell him where to be at Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shall we move on to our final question? Yeah, I think so. And this is something you guys both know because you've been on the ep- on the mm-hmm. podcast before, but for anyone that this is your first episode listening to us um, with a guest, we always ask just what is something that you guys are figuring out and it doesn't have to be related to this topic at all. So do you guys have any answers for that? I'm still trying to figure out what the heck a votive is. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'll show you afterwards. Okay. <laughs> you keep saying that you're buying them. And, and I, I just, just kind of smile and nod and I don't know what they look like. Are they just like vases? Yeah. They're just like, it's just a word for a, a candle holder. Okay. Okay. We, Isn't candle holder the word for a candle holder? <laughs> well, okay. it, we have a bunch. Yeah. Okay. We'll I'm sure I'll look at All the yeah. ones you purchased are in our basement. <laughs> right yeah. over there. Okay. Our, our basement has, I mean, in conjunction with also like a craft studio, a podcast studio, seven girls' closets, and like a cardboard box collection, it's also turned into a wedding staging yeah. zone. And we have awesome. a lot of fun wedding decorations accumulating, um, many of which are votives. one of my to-dos over christmas i actually have a week off too actually for it and i just am gonna go through and i have to like just see like take stock of all the votives and (laughs) clean some of them because they have wax ready to do on them and then like start listing like okay how could these be put together type of thing anyways okay and i have more to get yeah well i'm glad i asked i'm glad i asked (laughs) now (laughs) that's great um mine I don't think can be answered quite as readily, unfortunately. Um, but I'm trying to figure out how to make food for events without being stressed. <laughs> because this, I found over this holiday season, it's a big time for events and bringing treats and food and snacks to things. And then moving past the, you know, I'm in college, I'm bringing chips. Or then I moved into the, I'm bringing dessert phase because it's easy to make chocolate chip cookies and put them in a container. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a full-fledged adult now so (laughs) i signed up to bring chicken to a meal at my church Mm -hmm. and it consumed my week it did you guys (laughs) i called emma's mom to ask how to make chicken to bring to this church meal just because the first the cooking the preparing and cooking of it so that it is one edible and two decent to eat but then also the keeping it warm and the transporting it and the serving it without it getting cold and those kind of things stress me out way more than they should. Mm. In fact, I don't get stressed by a lot of things in life, <laughs> but making that chicken, my goodness. Well, that's why I didn't know you were actually stressed because I thought it was more of a joke because you don't get stressed about things. And so when you were like, I'm so stressed, I was like, I have a chicken? <laughs> like, that's just is so surprising to me. And it is, I mean, it wasn't really consuming my life in a detrimental I. <laughs> 
like existential <laughs> sort of way, but it was always on my mind and I really didn't know what to do with it. Like it was, it was a struggle. I'm sorry. So I'm figuring it out and I oh, made, you did. I made the chicken and I brought it to church and people ate it and people did not get sick and people enjoyed it. And I have made the chicken again since then. Wow. So you are kind of figuring it out. Yeah. 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 But it, I would say like, I still have a ways to go. Gotcha. I'm not, now I'm confident in bringing chicken specifically, <laughs> but I know that there's other food things on the table coming up that I will still have to figure out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, Natasha, do you have anything you're currently figuring out right now? Oh, that's like a good We never question. answered this I know. question. I was actually thinking when they were both, I was like, I don't know what I would say. I don't either. Um, but I guess we have a podcast every week talking about yeah. things we're figuring <laughs> out, so... <laughs> Fair. It's constant. Um, yeah. I will say, actually, the one thing I'm figuring out right now is, like, wedding dress shopping because mm -hmm. that is happening next week. And that's something that, like, I'm trying to figure out how to do mm -hmm. and prep for. And, like, how much do you tip and, like, who can come mm -hmm. and all of the logistics of that. So mm -hmm. that's been a little daunting. Yeah. You yeah. tip when you go wedding dress shopping? Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. So that was something that I was like, okay, how much? And like, if like you buy the dress cash? or if you don't, I know. Oh, yeah, if you buy a dress or just if they help you. Exactly. So wow. I will have a lot more information. I think this would be a good podcast because like there's just so many practical things that you're like, where's the checklist before I yeah. go? So hopefully we're going to use this as a trial run and I'll gather a lot of information and then we'll be able to process it on Honestly, the podcast having, but having natasha and justin go first is great you guys so convenient <laughs> we're just like struggling to keep our heads afloat but then we'll have this like beautiful list of like here's what you should do yeah are Hopefully. you writing the list, <laughs> Mental <Justin> list. Mental <laughs> list. <laughs> oh man cool cool you'll have motives at least <laughs> whatever those are uh, candle vases <laughs> Oh, man. Guys, thank you so much for coming back on. It's been amazing to have you for five podcasts. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love having you guys on. So you guys are welcome anytime. Just yeah. so you know. Congrats on tying the record. <laughs> you too. I'm <laughs> honestly feeling so good about this. I am Because too. I thought you were beating me for a long time, and it has just been this rivalry going, and <laughs> this just feels good. Yeah. Be even. I, I will say, like, we would love to have you guys continually be on podcasts, but, like, I don't know if we can always have you both on together. Yeah. But because I'm not engaged, so I can't be on the engaged. Right. Talk, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we I don't make find chicken, things, so though. I can't be on the chicken making <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys need help, I'm here. Oh, oh. man. <sighs> All right. Well, you guys, thank you again so much for being on this podcast. Um, and you guys, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you back next week. Mm -hmm.